1: Simon, from what culture here, with the one and only Enzo. How are we doing, Enzo? Yeah, you wouldn't believe it, but yesterday
2: was the best day of my life. Why so? You wouldn't believe what happened. Tell me, man. You want to know what happened? I I do, yeah. I wake up today, today's better than yesterday. No, I love it. There you go, boom. Unbelievable,
1: guys. That that reminds me of a quote I had once. Like, if somebody offered you $10 million, but the catch was you can't wake up tomorrow, you'd never take $10 million, because waking up is the greatest thing ever.
2: I like that. That's true, bro. Anytime you wake up, you succeed and probably failed at the attempt to end it the night before but i'm all right guys i'm here
1: (laughs) it's a genuine pleasure to see you what have you been up to man because i mean you've kind of been here
2: there and everywhere how is the world of Enzo? i need the uk fans to start streaming some real one music r-e-a-l number one i got rock too now real one and the how you doing Ben? you want to hear my rap it's real one you want to hear my rock real one and the how you doing Ben? i spent two three years Building out a music studio and recording music, creating a band, and uh, operating a business, man. So not not necessarily hitting the road every weekend, but I've been making my rounds, getting back in the ring, in an effort to encompass all these things at the same time. So I have a podcast coming out called The Realist Champs Podcast. Shout out Nori, EFN, and the Drink Champs guys for hooking me up uh, my first podcast deal. Uh, and I got The Gimmicks Cartoon with Talking Shop Guys, Gallows Anderson and Rocky Romero. Uh, that's Milo Kunis' show, so Milo Kunis, thank you for letting me be a part of that. And uh, Ashton Kutcher, you guys are awesome. It's an NFT platform, it's on a Discord. So check out therealgimmicks.com and you can see the cartoon that is South Park meets the WWE with zero f- given.
1: <laughs> there we go. Because we are a wrestling-based platform though, how do you see 2022 planning out? You know, do you have any certain goals in mind? Because it, the,
2: the industry kind of feels more open just now just, than it has been in a while. Just remember, we know what the pencil is in wrestling, right? Yeah. yeah. The guy with the pencil determines what's happening yeah. that night. Who's wrestling who and what's happening, right? Well, you ain't got all pencils are number two and I'm number one. So I never give a f- about the pencil. <laughs> But I don't control it, man. I don't have the pencil at any company or any promotion. All I can control is what I can do. And what I do right now is write. I write a lot. And everything I ever did on TV, I wrote. Unlike Dwayne Johnson, okay? <laughs> that's real, that's real, that's real. But um... The last thing I was expecting you to say. Man, I it, love it. It's it's the truth, man, On the best of all time. The boat, bro. Nobody wants to rock the boat. People are scared, I think, if I walk out there Guys, it's what I do. I still show. still show So, So uh, I've been open to opportunity and haven't been reluctant to turn down great opportunities to get in the ring with great opponents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, despite any preconceived notions, I have no fing ego. When you're as good as I am at this shit, you don't care if you win or lose. You don't care what the f*** happens. So I lost to Jerry the King Waller in a casket match, right? Yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah, yeah. that was great. I lost to Ricky Morton with a Canadian Destroyer, he's 65. If you've been in the business for 30, 40, 50 years, 60 maybe, I'll lay down for you. I'll lay down. Well, I'll lay down for you as well, you can beat me. Yeah, I'm nobody, but still. Man, I made a career. And that's why I say the f- the pencil, right? I, I only worry about the pen. Everything I write is permanent. I Sticks, it. mother I, I do have a quick
1: question for something you just said a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. You said you wrote everything that you did in WWE. Everything that was but good. How
2: did you get that sort of creative freedom? Because a lot of people say it's I'll hard to get baby. Dusty Rhodes, thank you. Rest in peace. I love you and I owe you everything. And I also owe Triple H a great degree of uh, gratitude, man. Triple H and Dusty gave me a microphone and they gave me creative liberty and it translated from NXT directly to the main roster. Vince McMahon also gave me that creative freedom. I mean, he's a billionaire and if he trusts you with the lifeblood of his company on... The 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. I was supposed to be in the main event. I got a microphone. I could curse. I could say something wrong. I was on a PG product. I never cursed. Never gave the middle finger. uh, Never stuck anything up anybody's candy ass. Never broke out a table. Because those are what I would like to call a cheap pop. And I don't drink RC Cola. Okay? (laughs) I, I earned every pop I ever got as a certified PGG. Nice. Okay? I made you think I was spitting venom, but I didn't do it alone. I did it with Big Cass. I will not take all the credit. It was a magical thing being out there with him and um happy to see the big guy back out on his feet doing impact. Oh yeah. Awesome. Yeah yeah yeah. I just had a couple matches in MLW, uh some storytelling. And uh I mean, I, I think people will be interested to see what I did in MLW when it airs. So I, I, so, I just man. had a couple of days there um, that were interesting. So as far as pro wrestling is concerned, um, I'm looking at 2022, as you asked, uh, as a year of opportunity, man. So throw it at me. I'll, you know, the only thing I take advantage of is opportunity. Not women, not nothing. Just opportunity. You know what I'm saying?
3: And, and when you are writing
1: all that stuff, where does it come from? Is it just up here? Do you write and you edit? You write and you edit? Is it just natural?
2: I've, I've written more pro wrestling content than any pro wrestler ever will and ever did. And no one's ever going to catch up with me. I mean, it's f-ing over. It's f-ing done. I wrote books. All right. So be, I need people to understand. I have a degree in writing in college, right? You got to write a 100-page thesis paper to graduate. That's 20,000 words. About about 200 pages is about 20,000 words uh, it's like a script in yeah, a movie yeah. is about 200 pages yeah. I have over a million words written hands down um, scripts screenplays things that I write and eventually I'll write a book but for now I'll probably just talk and make a podcast hopefully that'll pop off. It all counts, man. It all goes towards the bottom line, right? Yeah, man. No, writing is uh, the most fundamental loss proponent in this entire business. If you're a young pro wrestler and you think for one second that Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes weren't writing shit down, you're fucking lying to yourself, all right? Anybody who says, oh, I went out there on the fly, yeah, I've done plenty of shit on the fly. You saw I roasted every single cruiserweight in a segment that I had to pull time on a microphone because the segment before us went short. So I got extra time on mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if I got extra time and you give me a microphone, don't f- worry about a thing. I'll find a way to f- fill that void, all right? Hell yeah, man. So I did that on the fly, right? But man, all of that comes because I wrote so much. When you write so much, it ends up in your back pocket. Yeah. And if you were a pro wrestler, here's my advice to you. Look at the roster you're on and come up with three jokes for every single person on the roster, three. I never saw a single motherfucker walk through the door at NXT that I didn't have at least three jokes for. I was ready at any moment. And then when I got my moment in the main event of the Raw, Monday Night Raw, 205 Live, Cruiserweight Roast that became infamous for me, that was my opportunity. I had the jokes ready. I was prepared. Smart, man. Well, failed to prepare, prepared to fail, right? I also, didn't think I was a f- gonna be a pro wrestler I didn't think they would let me because I never had a match I made a viral video I got hired by WWE so I thought I was just gonna be big Cass's manager so I was just focusing on the promos man I watched a shit ton of Bobby Heenan I watched a lot of Charlie Chaplin Charlie Chaplin make you laugh and tell a story without saying a word that's brilliant and I watched a lot of Jim Carrey Stole a lot of facials and mannerisms from Jim Carrey. That's really smart, though, man, right? Go to that mainstream stuff and bring it I'm in. the goats, man. I, when I watch pro wrestling, I like to watch the best that ever did it. I, I watch The Rock, Stone Cold, Bret Hart, f- Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, the guys who were f- over. There's only one rule in wrestling, and it's get over. So how did you find it? You, you get brought in to be a manager, and then you get told, uh-uh, you're a wrestler now. How was that? I, I don't I f- can hate telling the story because I've told it so many times. Oh, sorry man, I apologize. It's all good I debut in NXT to do a job. I've never had a match before in a live event and I didn't even have a name. It wasn't Enzo Amore. I had pitched it. I find out the day that I go to NXT I'm eating a donut that I'm gonna <laughs> debut against Mason Ryan to make him look good. All the boys knew I was lights out in promos so all the boys were stood up and cheered for me in the back when I debuted, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Enzo's getting a mic. John Cena was backstage. John Cena was booked to keep the house in the dark segment because we just became NXT. We were FCW. Yeah, yeah. So we had to book main event talent for the dark segment to keep the people. Well, Cena stands up and goes, bada-boom, realist guy in a room after he repeats what I said. I don't know this. I'm in the ring. I get out. John Cena asks me to go out to the ring with him when the show's over. I'm so green, I don't realize that I just booked my own <laughs> tag team I told John Cena Big Cass was my tag team partner, right? <laughs> Big Cass was not my tag team partner. Next thing we know, we're in Gorilla and Triple H and Bill DeMott are looking at us like, what the fuck? John Cena's like, yeah, these guys are coming out with me in the dark seg. We're like, we're out there. I said soft. Uh, well, Damien Sando is out there. He's the intellectual savior of the masses. I remember Damian Sando, absolutely. Smart guy, right? How many dimples are there on a golf ball? You're so smart. 168 dimples on a golf ball. You know how many dimples are on my hind end? Zero. Want to know why? Because you're SAWFT soft. That's where that came from. Big Cass, you're seven foot tall. You can't teach that, Sandow. Not at any institution. I'm a certified g Bonaventure. so you can't teach that. These organic things like the Austin 316, playing off Jake with the Bible. I was yeah. playing off Sandow. That's how we got our gimmick, right? John Cena repeats when I said soft. The whole crowd starts saying it. I'm not booked on live events for four more weeks. Neither is Cass. We show up to NXT TV. Ryback's feuding with Cena. Ryback's in the dark. They say Enzo and Cass about five minutes before Ryback's about to hit the ring. Enzo and Cass, put your gear on. You're going out. Hey, ladies, you're into uh, Meathead. You got a real cheap date in the ring right there. All you got to do is take him to the local Golden Corral. And then we just named everything at the buffet and we said, how you doing in between it? We got how you doing and soft off and you can't teach that in the first two promos in dark segments that was never seen. So you're in the UK, right? We come to the UK for the first time. I don't even realize that you guys know who I am. Oh yeah, yeah. Mind blowing. That little Orlando crowd, the greatest crowd ever. Thank you for everything. Those people made me look like a star with saying my shit to a point where when I went to the UK, you guys knew it. I came down the ring, and everybody was saying it with me. I was like, holy <laughs> f-. so yeah, We love that stuff, man. We were just uh, riding the roller coaster, bro. And nobody had more fun than me and Cass. Out of the ring, in the ring, backstage with women. It was a great time to be Enzo and Cass, but now we've calmed down. We've got girls. We've... It's life, man. It's life. It's a process. So good, Enzo. I can't top that. Thank you very much, my friend. I, I appreciate. I know you can.
1: I'm the best. <laughs> best of all time. Ride the boat, baby. How you doing? Done. Like, share, subscribe. See ya. Hold
3: up.